0: Today we're going to be talking about how to release exam stress and I'm going to share with you seven things you can do to feel calm and in control. And these methods that I'm going to share with you are just as applicable for students and parents because I know both sets of people feel a huge amount of stress in exam season. And we are, you know, in the strangeness of this current exam season in 2021. Right now, so hopefully, these will give you things that you can do right away to feel a bit better, feel more calm and in control, and get on with the things that you need to do rather than having life dominated by those horrible feelings of tension and stress. Before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to give you a quick heads up that on the 1st of May, we're having a How to Revise A Level History Masterclass in the Extraordinaries Club. You can sign up for that as a kind of one-off thing, or you can join the club, um, the Extraordinaries Club, um, to take part in that. More information will be coming out about that next week, but I just wanted to let you know that the How to Revise History Masterclass with um, Zoe Holland, who's one of our academic coaches, um, is going to be on the 1st of May, 2021 at 10 a.m. And if you're listening to this in the future, that masterclass will be available, the recording will be available in perpetuity. So you can sign up at any time after the 1st of May 2021 um, take part in that and benefit from it. Okay, let's get on with today's episode. So, exam season is one of the most stressful times most GCSE and A-level students have ever experienced in their short lives. also a very stressful time for the mums and dads guiding them through it. In this article I'm going to share with you the three ways to deal with the stress in the here and now, breaking the stress cycle so that you get rid of those horrible stressy feelings and are calm and in control. But first I think it's important to distinguish between stress and stressors, okay? So there are two ways to manage stress. Firstly, you can remove or manage the things in your life that cause you stress. These things, the things that cause you stress, are called stressors, okay? And secondly, you can manage stress by removing the feeling of stress when it arises. This is called breaking the stress cycle. So, In this episode, I'm going to focus on breaking the stress cycle because that's the immediate thing that you can do to feel better. Um, That being said, I would recommend that you do try to remove any possible stresses from your life before exam season begins, if you're listening to this, before you've had any exams. Um, So examples might be people who stress you out, a part-time job that just feels like too much as well as exams or anything else that is making you feel really really stressed. But if you're in the thick of exam season it's often hard to take the actions that you need to take to cut stressors out of your life. So the kind of first aid thing you can do when you're feeling stressed is break the stress cycle. So what is the stress cycle? The stress cycle is what happens to your body as you go through the process that I'm just about to explain. So firstly, something happens to make you feel stressed, e.g. the thought of sitting an exam. Your body goes tense, you go on high alert, your heart starts beating faster, your breathing is shallow, plus any other number of symptoms. Then the stress dissipates. In their book, Burnout, The Secret to Solving the Stress Cycle, authors and also sisters, Emily and Amelia Nagoski, describe seven scientifically validated ways to break your stress cycle. That's what we're going to talk about today. And I'd highly recommend the book. It's called Burnout, The Secret to Solving the Stress Cycle. And you can find a link to it in today's show notes, which you'll find at lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash release stress. So lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash release stress. So yeah, I'd highly recommend the book, particularly to mums, because it's written for women in a very entertaining but informative way. So if you do feel like you've got too much stress in your life, I highly recommend you getting hold of a copy. So why is it so important to break the stress cycle? If you don't take one of the seven actions I'm going to talk about in a minute to break the stress cycle, when you feel stress in your body, the stress will linger This can do huge amounts of damage to your body and your mind, impacting both your physical and mental health. Therefore, if you want to stay healthy and succeed in your exams, or succeed in helping your child to succeed in their exams, um, it's vital that you build these actions into your routine during exam season. Because you're really not going to do very well in in an exam If you're in the fight, flight, freeze, high stress state. Okay, so let's go into talking about the seven things. But just before that, I want to talk to you a bit about kind of the history of humanity. That sounds a bit grand, but kind of where humans have come from and how in the past stress would have manifested itself and what they would have done to break it up. So if you can imagine humans in their natural environment before we had computers, smartphones, brick houses and exams, most of the stresses that humans experienced would have been threats to life, e.g. a predator such as a wolf attacking them for food. If this happened, people would go into the fight-flight-freeze stress response also known as the sympathetic nervous system. So basically, you've got two parts to the nervous system, the sympathetic, which is when you're feeling stressed, and the parasympathetic, and that's when you're feeling calm and relaxed. So you can tell if you're in the um, sympathetic nervous system by your reaction to a stressor. Um, And in the past, Just imagine the scenario of the wolf attacking people for food. They could have gone into the fight response, which would mean they're going to attack the wolf to make it go away. They could have gone into the flight response, which is run away from the wolf. Or the freeze response, which is to play dead and hope the wolf ignores them because they think you're already dead. So when the wolf had gone away and was no longer a threat, You can imagine the people, who had been threatened by the wolf, having a big party. They would have danced, played music and sung songs. They might have cried with relief as they talked to their friends and families about the danger they were in and what they could have lost. They would have found themselves relaxing, breathing deeper and laughing with their people around them as the celebration went on all of these things are ways to break the stress cycle and get them back into a non-stressy state also known as a parasympathetic state where they're relaxed breathing easy and able to go about their normal lives so let's go through those things one by one as each one can break the stress cycle on its own but putting them all together is even more powerful. And maybe once exam season is over and all the coronavirus restrictions are lifted, you can have a big party um, to celebrate and you can put all of them together and really release all of that stress. So the first thing that you can do to break the stress cycle and release your stress in stress exam season is physical activity. So as the Nagoski sisters say in their book, physical activity is what tells your brain you have successfully survived the threat and now your body is a safe place to live. Physical activity is the single most efficient strategy for completing the stress cycle. So physical activity is the single most efficient strategy for completing the stress cycle. So if you're feeling stressed in exam season, what physical activity can you build into every day? These are some ideas. So firstly, a 30-minute run or brisk walk. Or you could do a seven-minute HIIT session if you're short on time. Or you could lift some weights or do a sweaty, strenuous yoga session. The idea is it should get you out of breath and preferably sweating. If you can't do something like this every day because you're telling yourself you haven't got time, I say make the time because it's good for you and you will be better off in the short and the long term if you do make the time. But if you're still convinced that you haven't got the time, how many days per week can you actually do some sweaty exercise to release all that stress? So I would suggest that you put physical activity into your revision plan as a non-negotiable. I promise you, you'll feel better and be able to revise more effectively if you move your body every day. Okay, the second thing you can do to release exam stress is using the breath or breathing. So slow, deep breathing is another really effective way to break, break the stress cycle. The key here is to make your out breath, so breathing out, longer than your in-breath. And this is because I don't I did this once where you I had a kind of heart rate monitor, and you can see as you breathe in, your heart rate increases slightly, and as you breathe out, your heart rate decreases slightly. So basically breathing in is stressful, <laughs> like very slightly stressful. You've got to keep breathing in, people. Um, and breathing out is um relaxing. And if you've ever done any kind of meditation or anything like that, you'll know that, or you may have noticed, that breathing in, it kind of brings a small amount of tension into your body. And as you breathe out, um, you can feel the release of that tension. So maybe that's something to look out for next time. You're just doing nothing and just breathing. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk through some breathing techniques or things that can help you with this. So the first one is to make your out-breath longer than your in-breath. So a simple thing that you can do here is breathe in for the count of four and breathe out for the count of five to eight. And the more you practice this and the less stressed you get, you'll be able to get the out-breath to last longer. So if you if you breathe in for the count of one, two, three, four, and then out two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And you keep repeating that for at least a minute, maybe five minutes, until you feel the stress dissipating from your body. So that's something really simple that you can do anytime, anywhere. The next thing I would recommend is the Breathwork app. Breathwork is spelt breath, W-R-K. So they basically miss the O out of work in the way that people do with modern stuff, like they change the spellings of things. <laughs> so um, the app, um, I've got the free version. There's also a paid version, but the free version has some really good exercises And breathing exercises to help you feel calm, focused or sleepy, all of which have a place in exam season. So, you know, if you're feeling a bit stressed, you can do the calm one. If you're feeling really stressed, actually the one that's supposed to make you sleepy is quite good. And then there's one for focus, which you could do before an exam or before um, a revision session, just to kind of get your mind in that really focused place. Another technique with breathing that I'd recommend, I only just learnt this past weekend, and it's humming. Um, I've been doing the Wim Hof Fundamentals course, and Wim Hof is a Dutch um, man. He's known as the Ice Man, and he teaches breathing techniques and techniques for cold exposure that are supposed to be really good for your health and help with things like stress and longevity and endurance and that kind of thing. So what he suggests in the course is that you count your breaths for one minute if you think you're feeling a bit stressed. And if you breathe 15 to 20 times in a minute, that's breathe in and breathe out 15 to 20 times, that's a sure sign you're stressed. A healthy breathing state is breathing kind of 10 times or less within a minute because that means you're having really long, slow, deep breaths that are properly getting down into your diaphragm and aren't just in the upper part of your chest, which is where your breath is if you're feeling a bit stressed and panicky. So once you've done your minute counting your breaths, now have another minute where you take a big, deep breath in and then hum to hum it out. So you might go... "Mm -hmm." So you keep humming until all the breath is gone, and you repeat that, taking another deep breath, and then another section of humming until you have um, gone through a minute. And you'll probably find that you only need to breathe in four to six times using this method. And the other thing is that the humming is actually, the vibration of the humming soothes um, the vagus nerve, and I think also your brain brainstem, um, So it's kind of quite an an elemental thing to do, and it's just really soothing for your nervous system. So doing this, you slow your breathing down, you soothe yourself, and you know, you you get yourself into a non-stressed or calm state much faster. So another technique that I have recently learned with breathing is the physiological sigh. And I learned this from somebody called Pamela Rose. And I've linked to her website in the show notes. So you know how little children, when they're upset, will breathe in twice and then let out a sigh. They feel much calmer after this. And you can do it too. So what you do is take a deep breath in, pause, and breathe in again without having let go of the first breath. Then you sigh it out, a nice, big, loud sigh. So I'll demonstrate that for you. So. (sighs) Okay, so it's just literally breathe in, breathe in again, and then sigh it out. And this, you feel less stressed straight away when you do this so you could do this before you go into an exam you could do it during the exam you can do it several times in a row if one physiological sigh doesn't quite get to the bottom of the stress but it's a really quick and easy technique that you can use and next time you're with a little child that's upset look out for that (sighs) you know they kind of well I remember children doing it and they always seem to you know, when they do that, it's like they're breaking out of whatever they're upset about and they're ready to move on with life and be cheerful again. (laughs) Okay, the third way that you can release exam stress is through positive social interaction. So you know those everyday conversations that we've missed so much during the pandemic, the hello, how are you, banter and general small talk. Well, it turns out positive social interaction is a huge stress reliever. So instead of staring at your phone on the bus, chat to the person next to you. Make conversation with the cashier selling you your lunch and say hi when you see a dog walker. All of this will help you feel less stressed. And of course, make conversation with your family and friends and the people closest to you. But, you know, if you're not seeing those people, then just these casual social conversations really help I sometimes because I work at home on my own during the day um if I go out for a walk around my village I'll invariably see at least a couple of people who I can chat to and it always makes me feel brighter um when I've had these little chats with people that you don't know terribly well but you always feel better as a result and you learn interesting things as well Okay, the fourth way that you can release exam stress is through laughter. Laughter has a really powerful impact on stress busting. It it busts stress into tiny little pieces. Now, one of my very earliest podcast episodes was with a laughter yoga teacher. So you can check that out. She basically teaches to people to just make yourself laugh. And I've always been a bit embarrassed to do this, like literally just be in a room on my own. I don't know why I'm embarrassed if I'm on my own, but just to start laughing, like just, (laughs) you know, doing that kind of thing. Sorry if I sounded a bit evil when I did that. But um, that's basically what you can do. Or you can listen to or watch something that you think is funny or have a tickling match with your siblings or play Twister, which always makes people laugh. You know, find something that makes you laugh and really kind of lets you release that stress and get into a happier place. Okay, the fifth thing is probably my favourite thing of all on this list and it's hugs. <laughs> and in The Extraordinaries Club... Um, we often talk about the importance of hugs. I think hugs is one of the values of the members of the Extraordinaries Club because they're a great way of relieving stress and it doesn't take talking or stressing over things. You just have to hug. Um. So in their book, the Nagoski sisters talk about hugging someone for 20 seconds and not leaning into somebody just supporting your own weight on your own two feet both of the people in the hug and hugging for 20 seconds or until you feel relaxed the other thing that you can do is um if you don't fancy hugging a human is cuddle your cat or your dog instead and just being around animals is supposed to be hugely calming so um yeah if you haven't got a handy human find a find an animal to cuddle and make them feel loved okay the sixth one is a little less cheerful but it's crying um it is really important if you feel like crying that you release that emotion i've also had people suggest to me that you shout really loudly i went for acupuncture sessions once and the um, acupuncturist recommended that I go somewhere in my car every day and shout and scream just to let out frustration and I was just like a bit I'm not sure about that <laughs> a I don't like driving anywhere unnecessarily and b again a bit like the laughter I'd be a bit embarrassed by it but I think if you um, feel like you need to cry cry um, I always feel better after I've cried for me, it's a mistake to try and hold it in, just to be strong. I mean, sometimes, like if you're a parent, it's a good idea to try and protect your children, maybe from the darkest, rawest emotions that you have. But um, if you need to cry, cry. And you people always feel better after a good cry. And again, it's a bit like that physiological sigh. You've kind of released it from your system. And when you finish your cry, you're kind of ready to move on. Okay, the final thing is um, creative expression as a way to release exam stress. So whatever your favourite creative pursuit is, whether it's painting, music, dance, sewing, woodwork, whatever it is, um, give yourself some time to indulge in that It's not by accident that songs and art share emotion because they're often born out of what people are feeling. Um, So, you know, you might want to write a poem to um, express your emotion or create a piece of art that reflects your mood. Um, I dabble in watercolour infrequently and I always feel calmer and better when I've done some. And I also love to crochet and crocheting, like the rhythmic nature of it, I think, is really calming, and the textures and um, just the fact that you're making something that looks nice, all of those um, kind of calm your system. So, if you've got time, you know, get creative. I mean, the other thing you can do is just put a tune on and have a bit of a dance break, and that kind of combines the. Um, getting physical you know physically releasing your stress with a kind of creative expression so yeah that's the seven things i wanted to share with you today just to recap we've got physical activity breathing positive social interaction laughter hugs mm-hmm. crying and creative expression so i really recommend that you try and build these into your week or your day. So and you can use a mixture of them, however many of them you can fit in. You can use them as kind of stress first aid. Um you know, if you're about to go into an exam or you know, you could use go for that 30-minute run um when you come home, that kind of thing. So you've got these ways of breaking the stress cycle and you're not letting that stress linger in your body storing up physical and mental problems for the future. So it really is over to you. Use them as often as you need to use them. Sometimes it's a good idea to use them even if you don't feel like you need to use them to kind of give yourself a bit of resilience. Put something in the bank for another day when you are feeling more stressed. And if you need help with study skills and revision techniques, which will further reduce your exam stress, because you're studying in a way that works and you have confidence in how you're performing exams, check out The Extraordinaries Club, which is my online hub where I teach the study skills, habits and mindset to help GCSE and A-level students reach their full academic potential. We have countless people who say they feel less anxious and less stressed as a result of working with us. um, Just because we teach them how to do this stuff in a way that works and in a controlled way so and a consistent way so that you're not you know last minute cramming or guessing about whether you're using the right revision techniques you know you're on a path to success when you use the um, te- techniques we teach and that really really often results in reduced anxiety and reduced stress for both parents and students okay thank you so much for listening i really hope this has helped you today have a wonderful day and goodbye